Greetings and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast that knows whenever something is given, something will be taken away. I am your host for this one, David Lloyd, and while we wait for a bunch of new RPGs to come out, we thought we'd just have a little bit of fun and maybe tempt some karma to discuss a few what-if scenarios. Joining us tonight, but declining to discuss what if Activision Blizzard didn't suck, it's Casey Gibson. Oh, I remember the days. Well, I guess that they were never really great when they were together, but Blizzard used to be good. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a few a few different reasons why they suck. Hopefully they can turn things around. Uh, you never know. You never Come know. Come on, Learn your Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft, they've been they've been getting some uh, doing some good here and there. So maybe they can change the culture, get things back turned around. Who knows? Yeah, it seems like they they are finally starting to listen to to the fans and and get you know getting the old the the old guard out of there. So hopefully, uh, yeah, we we continue to see some good things. But they definitely have a uh, a tough uh, hill to climb with all that crap going on. Yeah, and also joining us, but refusing to discuss what if we get a mid recording live birth of our newest GRPG fan? It's Paige Chamberlain. I don't know. There might be a CRPG fan. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be playing Fallout all day. Every day. <laughs> I mean, you can never truly influence what a kid likes. You'll have to try to raise them right. Even when you raise, when you try to raise them right, it doesn't always work out. So who, mm. who knows? I know they might. Pick, they might pick up a football or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they might like uh, Octopath Traveler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or their kindergarten the teacher, uh, their kindergarten teacher will will convince them to be a Montreal Canadiens fan. I don't like. What can you do? <laughs> you can only control so much. But yeah. All you can hope is that they they find the light one day. Unless you're um, I was <laughs> actually I still think of it something. Now I've just changed my mind on one of the later questions because I was like. Uh, there's, a, there's some games that are entirely about raising your kid to a specific ending. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of kids, I know uh, I know you're not too far away from uh, when when yours is coming around, and I was curious uh, what games you you you're going to be uh, show, showing off or or uh, their, their first their first look at what what games I, i'm sure you've got a switch packed for the trip to the yes, hospital so I, I rearranged my games because i was like well i don't you know don't know like if it, everything's fine probably be in hospital less than a day but you never know and you gotta stay awake when you're feeding them so <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I switched it around because i have mostly in my packets like the cult games so i've switched it around to some of the life simulation games, like the easy ones, like Go Vacation, um, some backlog, really are like things I haven't touched in ages. Um, visual novels, I think I have a lot of, I have a lot of digital visual novels too that I've recently like powered up. So I've used the Switch um, grouping folder system to put them together. <laughs> it's like the uh, where you know people will play uh, classical music. So that their kid can hear, and I, I'm sure you're exposing them to, to, video game some some really good OSTs. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was like, um, part of why I'm going to pick up the Switch port of Persona Five Royal will be like that's a good, good, game, oh, yeah. <laughs> good game to play while you're <laughs> stuck up in the middle of the night. 
Yeah, um, well, it's funny. I know Perry when he had, you know, his child, like the the game he played, I forget what it is personally, but I know for him, he was like, it, it just like, that's like one of his favorite games. Cause obviously right associated with such great news and exciting things going on. So um, yeah, it'll be good to sort of have a couple games stocked and see what's, what's feeling it. Um, and I know tomorrow um, the new Tiger game is coming out physically in Australia, so I'll be probably playing a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> they got to hold on for at least 24 hours to, so that you can pick up that, that game. Well, if not, I can send someone else to pick up my free <laughs> get, get an Uber to pick it up and drop it off. They, they do anything these days, right? Isn't that the commercial? <laughs> Skip extra, the dishes. Extra instructions for many log drivers to also pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the pre-order bonus. Mm. I don't think there was one for this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Always laugh going into, uh, I think the last, I don't even remember what it was. I pre-ordered something, went and picked it up and they had uh, Pokemon cards for pre-order. Just, just like a, oh, yeah. well here, take this with the, with the thing, which I thought was kind of funny because I was under the impression there was a Pokemon card shortage, so. <laughs> not, not on those ones they're probably a dime a dozen the, the ones <laughs> yeah. you give out yeah, yeah it's always just... nice when you go pick up a game and you get the little extra bonus goodie and you're like oh i didn't even uh didn't even know some of the more memorable ones i can think of as i got uh sleeves those i don't know if uh, you pre-ordered arms but the the gamestop uh gave out it's like oh, a, yeah that wasn't like in australia sleeve. but those yeah those would have been cool like fake tattoo sleeve yeah. but it's like arms yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, the, when I was a kid, there was like um, the like I forget what, was, what the show was called. It's like some American, uh, you know, like those those chopper type murder bikes, like the big ones. And it was like that, like they were doing up those sort of bikes. And there was a show bag for that. And there was an um, yeah, sleeve like fake arm sleeve tattoo of like flames and that. And I wore it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I like my favorite, I think, pre-bonus was um, with uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, Intergrade, the PS5 version. It was like, pre-order it and you got the Steelbook, which I'm not like a huge Steelbook fan. Like, they're cool, you know, whatever. And I did it, but then there was no, like, they're like, oh, we didn't get any of those. But then but then Kate asked someone else and they're like, oh, we got one. Like, <laughs> you can have it. So I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> I think I guess I can't really think of what's a good pro bonus. I like when I've got like some stickers I still never use, the sticker sheets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always look so good, but you don't know where to put them. It's like um, ah. I've got pins. I've got like a Joker pin with Persona Five Strikers and then I've got like a little Joker mask pin with Persona Five Royal. Uh so maybe pins are a good one, even though uh, the only place I could wear them to was like my work uniform, and now it's like without work, it's like I don't have anything to put pins. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, I got one that I found. I still have in the packaging. It was from uh, Pokemon Pearl on the DS, and yeah. I got. It's like a. I mean, honestly, it's like a really ugly looking stylus. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's like <laughs> or, um, people complaining about like the pre-order bonuses of Pokemon nowadays. Just digital stuff that you can get at the start yeah. of the game. You're right. And like, and then there's a picture of like those styluses and some balls. ugly little figures, and it's like, I'm so sorry that. I... <laughs> Honestly, the coolest thing I think about the stylus is that it's in like, um, it's like that old like cardboard with like the little like, 
I don't even plastic over it, but it's like form fitted. And like to me, like it looks cool, like the whole package together more so than just the stylus. So good old DS days. I oh I guess actually pre order bonuses uh back in the day, right, when they gave you for GameCube the Zelda collection. Oh, and that's you got actually... like that was probably the best pre order because um, it was like actual value. My um yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know how, is it the, which collection one is that? Because there's a few different things on the GameCube. Um, it's the one that was like, uh, it came with, I believe, all of the like console Zeldas, right? Like, you know, the original. Um... Okay, because there's one with um, Zelda 1, 2, Ocarina and Majora's. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. Because um, that's actually something that's, uh, I think, what I got for my birthday was, I was talk- I was looking up trying to get a cartridge of Majora and then I saw this other thing and it had like those four games on the GameCube and I double checked because the, there's a few different things on the like um like I've got the Wind Waker that comes with a Ocarina of Time plus Master Quest disc uh, but mm-hmm. then yeah there was this, this different thing that I hadn't heard of and in Australia it came like in its own little cover and with the not for resale because I think it was like a bonus for buying the console or something but I looked um, looked it up online, and then there was double packs because because um, Power Region's the same with Europe, so I could get like European copies, and it was bundled with Mario Kart Double Dash, and I didn't I didn't have Mario Kart Double Dash anymore, so I saved a tiny bit of money by getting Mario Kart Double Dash with the Zelda disc packed in. That's um, pretty sweet. Because they're yeah, both they were both selling for about a hundred each, so then I got it for like after all the shipping and stuff, like one sixty. So, not too bad. Yeah, it's a lot better than the uh, medallion I got for buying uh, pre-ordering Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Medallion. <laughs> they should have just yeah. given you your money back. Um. <laughs> well, at least, I think because we, we were talking about um, something else, but uh, I think with the digital goodies of Cyberpunk, he got like the um, the the 2020 rpg book like digitally with it oh really? um yeah like you said nowadays like oh you get 10 extra pokeballs and potions when you start your game yes yeah, <laughs> oh and then there was like pre-order bonuses like only for digital like and there, there are still right sometimes you can do the upgrade packs or whatever but like on the 3ds it was like you get this theme but only if you pre-order it digitally and i'm like oh. yeah i know oh, like yeah. blizzard does that with like warcraft like you know pre-order the expansion and they'll give you like a, an extra pet or something um and then yeah then they have the different tiers and it's like well if you get this one you get all this extra stuff mm. yeah when uh, i pre-ordered the pixel remaster i got um like uh, discount <laughs> well yeah i got a discount but i also got like um a, a few songs like digital songs that apparently like play in the steam app or something yeah. Hmm. Oh, um, whenever you get like a soundtrack on Steam, you can literally go to your folders and like copy and paste it somewhere else. So, yeah, uh, you don't need the you player. You can steal it. it from Steam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> steal it from Steam. <laughs> so, so it's always good to have like the actual files. I swear I thought of something that was a good pre-order bonus, and now I can't remember because I got distracted by the Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, I think they've got some cool ones, but I think with just all, the whole digital goods now, it's like, oh, this is literally. We don't have to do anything. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. Oh, remember, what was that game? I forget. You get the, was it something in Animal Crossing? Maybe you get like the, 
the Nintendo t-shirt in-game, maybe for Splatoon or something. Yeah, um, uh, Breath of the Wild. Had yeah, that. Breath of the oh, Wild. that was buy, it. Even if you buy worse. the season pass, you yeah, get the Nintendo Switch worse. shirt, which is very funny when you buy it on the Wii U and then you're running around on your Nintendo Switch <laughs> shirt on the Wii U. That's right. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, the game it would look worst in. Uh, yeah. Like, at least Animal Crossing it might be sort of cool. But, yeah. Well, and I think... Uh, I think when you wore the shirt, you couldn't wear armor too, right? So like you, it was like a, an actual disadvantage to wear Defuncto the shirt. Defunto hard mode. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people play that game shirtless. So. <laughs> That's David. That's because he's a um, ball. Yeah, all there's like the d- day one stuff or like in the Wii U 3DS era, there used to be a lot of the game plus Amiibo. So I'd usually buy those bundles and then I eventually checked out those boxes. <laughs> Yep, yeah. Good old pre-orders. Well, before... uh... We dive into, I have a few uh, what-if scenarios or kind of monkey paw questions uh, for later in the episode, but I thought maybe we just start with, um, I know we're all kind of, uh, I don't know, in, in the in the limbo or in between games waiting for something to kind of catch our uh, catch our attention, or at least I know that's, that's the way I am. I've been, uh, I was blessed with decent internet, so I've been like downloading games like crazy and just playing them for like a couple hours and moving on. And so I, I downloaded the Cyberpunk <laughs> PS5 uh, version just That's to That's when you know it it's go. bad. Yeah, just Download to remind myself. Cyberpunk. Like, yeah, it, it, it looks nicer, but it's still uh, still not not uh, my favorite game. So I, I went through that. Um, now, the one game that uh, I am enjoying right now is, uh, which I thought was hilarious because I, so I knew that Deathloop, ended up in the uh, game pass because this is a bethesda game um just to remind everyone uh so Deathloop came out last september i believe it was on uh, and this was a playstation exclusive and uh, even though it was a bethesda game because um microsoft like before this deal was made you know sony and uh, bethesda made made this exclusive exclusivity contract for a year uh, and then Microsoft, you know, bought them, but uh, honored the uh, the deal. So <laughs> I think it was almost to the day um, uh, that the that the year expired. Uh, Bethesda or Microsoft, I guess, threw this in their Game Pass, so now it was free. So I downloaded it to Game Pass, and I was playing it a bit, uh, and I um, I was even testing out the on my Steam Deck. Uh, I've got the cloud version like the cloud uh, xbox cloud x cloud uh, loaded on my steam deck and now that i had good internet i thought i'd give that a go which uh, is surprised like plays surprisingly well <laughs> i wasn't i was uh, surprised uh, apparently having good internet uh, does make all the difference for a cloud game well i was gonna but, say you're uh, like wait it, the, these cloud games aren't supposed to be 10 frames a second <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. Well, that's and that's what I thought was funny is like the day the day Stadia died was like the day I got my new internet. So it, <laughs> yeah, it, Stadia uh... had to die for David to get good internet. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, and I'd make that decision again, again and again. <laughs> I I I pulled the trigger on that uh, on that shotgun to Stadia's throat every time. I mean, you never got Stadia, right? No, 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 no. no. My my internet was like. 
Oh, that's when Stadia true. was yeah, first you, announced. You uh, it was like I was getting like five megabytes per second, and then uh, I ended up uh, getting a slight upgrade about fifteen megabytes per second. But now I'm up to a gigabyte per second. So, yeah, yeah, welcome it's, to it's the a... year 2022, dude. I was gonna say, well, welcome to the now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I I played it for about I played it for a couple hours I guess on Game Pass, and uh, I'm not overly thrilled with the Xbox controller. Like it just it doesn't feel great to me. I don't know if it's just not used to it. It just doesn't feel great. And I thought to myself, man, this would be pretty. Uh, you know, this would be a fun game. I bet you it's more fun on PlayStation. And um, so I was uh, kind of getting bored, and I was going through the PlayStation Plus catalog. And just kind of zoom by Deathloop and realized, oh, so as soon as uh, the exclusivity ended and it got up, it was put into Game Pass. Sony decided to stick it into the uh, PlayStation Plus for free. So I'm like, oh, okay, well I'll play it here. So I ended up downloading it uh, to my PS5, and yeah, it's it's you know I I like it better. I just like playing first person shooters on the PlayStation more. Uh, really. I'd, I like the controller and they've done a whole like using the PS5 controller. They've done a lot of um, extra fun stuff to the game. Uh, but basically it's it's kind of uh, Bethesda's take on uh, a roguelike, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, because the way it works is um, kind of the general overview is that you're you play as this guy Colt who kind of just wakes up on uh, on a beach on this uh, desert deserted island and um so we kind of walk it up and and uh, there's there's four areas of the island. Um, there's kind of like a residential area, a uh, complex, um, kind of like a commercially area area. And then uh, there's like kind of this cliff area where the, the security detail is. And um, and so you so you get onto the you know, you wake up and you're starting to kind of Colt has no memory of what's going on. Um, and this, uh, he, he, ends, he goes into this tunnel and he picks up this radio and this girl named Juliana starts, uh, just, just chirping him like nonstop. It's, it's really funny. The comedy in this game is, is terrific. Um, but she, Juliana starts chirping him about being a, uh, a jerk and, and, uh, so he, he kind of stumbles the, the game kind of leads you to his, to his house and, the or his apartment and and the the pieces it's kind of like these puzzle pieces are being kind of placed where it's like he's starting to realize what's going on and and uh, kind of the whole premise of the game is that this this island uh, keeps repeating the same day over and over and uh, Colt is like was part of the group that that set up this this uh, air this base on this this island to kind of uh, research and take advantage of this uh, looping day uh, but Colt had decided to try to break the loop and uh, juliana is there to protect the loop so they so you're you're just reliving this day so there's like like i said four areas to that you can explore and there's four times of the day and each area is different depending on the time of day so you got morning noon afternoon and night and uh and so you 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 explore different places and there's different people there and different things going on at different times and uh, the game really holds your hand at the beginning like the first couple hours it, it really is like a here go go to the go to this place to learn this thing and then go to this area next to learn this thing and go to this area to to uh they're basically kind of the the hand holding kind of ends to the point where it's where they show you how to uh, keep your gear at the end of a day because at the end of the day it loops back to the beginning of the day and you you lose everything mm. uh, un- unless you collect this item 
uh, that lets you infuse um, different different items uh, with this mineral, and then when the loop restarts, you actually get to keep the like the 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 gear. So like I've got like four or five guns now that will start over at the beginning of the day, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's pretty neat. Like there's uh, it's a, it's a first person shooter, but it's it's that's not really the the focus i guess like the yeah it's more of a it it really motivates you to do things stealth like not you know oh well you know me i just i like to run and gun so that's what i've been doing but (laughs) they they really want you to kind of sneak around the island uh take out people silently and uh explore uh you know the the different areas and and really piece the story together of what's going on and then um, you Colt eventually after the first few hours, Colt eventually figures out how how you can break the loop. And now the whole I'm in kind of the part of the game where it's like, okay, I know how to break the loop now, but now I have to figure out how to do like actually achieve it. Um, so it's it's this kind of like I, I'm kind of going around trying to figure out uh, the steps that I need to take uh, throughout the day in the different areas to to figure out how to break the loop. So it's pretty neat. And then when you get to a certain point too, um, there's actually two modes to the game. So there's like the main mode where you're cold. But when you get to a certain point, you can actually uh, play as Juliana in other people's games. <laughs> so oh, okay. you, cool. yeah, so you can either um, choose to invade your friends. Like if you have a friend that's playing, it'll show tell you like, oh, you know, Casey's playing. You can go invade his game and kill him while he's trying to play. Um or you could just do a rando and so that's so i after you know a few hours i thought okay i'll, I'll go be a rant like i started invading random people's things and shooting <laughs> so, <laughs> so i mean i'm sh- i'm sure it'd be more fun if it was your friends that you were uh, uh you know sabotaging their gameplays but but it's pretty fun uh there's a couple couple people that uh, got the best of me though so it's it's not all not all one-sided uh, they they outsmarted me i'm i'm uh, i'm big enough to admit they they got the drop on me but uh yeah it's, it's a pretty fun game mm, yeah I'll, i'm definitely gonna have to check this one out especially for free right i mean <laughs> yeah you can't beat the price you can't beat that yeah it definitely looked cool and it seemed like i remember the um reception seemed pretty positive when it came out so yeah. a lot of style to it like there's a the music's good. Uh, there's like there's a lot of um, text like embedded in in this scenery, I guess. Like there, there's almost like this narrator that's telling you what to do. And so you'll be walking along and on the wall, it'll say like, cool, you know, do this or whatever. And, and it's like, oh, OK. So there's a lot <laughs> of a lot of uh, direction, especially at the beginning. And then it kind of opens up a bit where it's like, okay, now you can kind of go wherever you want to go. But uh, yeah, it's definitely like good for uh, like it, it's really done a good job of explaining like what to do and and how to get you know a lot of enjoyment, uh, a lot of crazy guns that uh, <laughs> that I found. Like it's 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 um, kind of it's it 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 has that Bethesda feel of like piecing together weird guns and stuff and having, have, you know, kind of follow it style. So it's, it's pretty, yeah. pretty fun that way. Does it have that, uh, trademark Bethesda jank to it? <laughs> no, it's, well, it's, it's funny. Not Bethesda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's Bethesda's it's like the publisher, publisher, not the, the publisher. Yeah. 
Oh, so it's yeah, poly- no, they, uh, okay. it's, okay. it's by the Dishonored people. Yep. So yeah, it's it actually feels pretty smooth. Uh, feels pretty good. It actually like feels the, the, good. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not Fallout, uh, not Fallout first person shooter combat. That's for sure. It's it's actual uh, good. Like there's a lot of um, like you can you can run and slide and you can do like double jumps. There's different uh, powers that you can get. Like you can phase shift and camouflage and stuff. Like it's it's got a bunch of crazy stuff. So sweet. Hmm. How about you guys? Uh, you guys, uh, anything catching your fancy these days? And Casey, you're still uh, must be yeah, neck the, deep in Lich I'm in the grind. I'm in the yeah. grind. Yep. Yeah, pretty much uh, been playing a lot of Warcraft, a lot of Wrath of Lich King Classic. It's uh, whew, so good. Um, I think last time I talked, it, yeah, it was like your first main goal is you got to hit the level cap. Then it's sort of start gearing out your guy. Um in th- you know in the beginning before the raids open you go you know dungeons and and doing different quests to get you know rep up with certain people and you could buy gear that way and then um actually just yesterday or two days ago excuse me it's wednesday we went through and did the raid on uh the 10 man difficulty which is easier um but honestly the the first pretty much uh tier of raiding is in this expansion is really easy uh, and then it ramps up to the second one. So it wasn't really much of a challenge, but it was still super fun to go back in there. And like I said, at this point, I haven't uh, haven't played that raid in like 12 to 13 ish years, give or take 14. I don't know, something like that. Um, Man, can't believe it's been that long. I know. Cra- absolutely crazy. So it's been a long time. So uh, definitely still enjoying the nostalgic uh, drip or really it's more like a waterfall. Um and then, yeah, we've been playing a little Cuphead DLC as well, which um, is super fun. I mean... Did oh, you see the um, Collector's Edition that's coming out? I did not, no. Is it, oh. is it amazing? It's um, from I'm 8-Bit. Um, it comes with a Cuphead marionette. Oh, that's amazing. And I, I wonder if it... Well, hopefully it comes with a, an art book of some sort because... I don't that, think so... That would be, I, f- I feel like that would be a missed opportunity just with how beautiful um, really? that, you know, the art is to, to have yeah. a book you know, to flip through. The marionette I'm looking at it now is that's yeah. unbelievable. Um, the game, uh, the eight inch tall marionette, a music uh, box, music box, six like little comic things, poster, poster. interior artwork. Yeah, no, no art. Thing. I guess that's in the the marionette box. Um, oh, that's I that marionette's super cool. That looks awesome. Um, but yeah, I got I got the DLC. It'd been something. Um, I like I wanted to check it out when it first came out, and for whatever reason, I didn't. Uh, and then then I was able to snag a little code action. So uh, jumping in, as I sort of said on uh, on Talk Nintendo, is like if you like Cuphead, you're gonna like the DLC because it's. It's more of the more goodness, right? Um, if you know, if you played the original and it was too hard, or you just didn't jive with like the repeated attempts to you know slowly progress and be able to overcome the boss, you're probably not going to like this um, because it, like I said, more of the same. And and honestly, that's a really really good thing for me um, and probably a lot of people out there who enjoyed the original. So um, and you get to play as a female character, Mrs. Chalice now. You get another new character thrown into the fray. And uh, yeah. Does that I've, mean uh, there's three players? 
Yeah, I, I get. Well, it's the story itself is that like she is a ghost, like somehow. Yeah, because she's in the original. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. So she's a ghost. So you're trying to like get you know bring her back, uh, and like right off the bat, she gives Mugman a cookie, and he eats it, and then they shift places. So now Mugman's the ghost, and she's back in the real world. You know, <laughs> and it's like wow, Got what a dirty move. dog. She just did <laughs> Mugman so dirty. Um. But then they switch back, and then the you talk to the baker who made the cookie, and he's like, yeah, like that's for a really like you know very temporary, but I can make something that will bring you back permanently. Uh, but you know to to make it, I need the ingredients, uh, and they're held by you know some of the biggest and baddest uh, on the island, kind of thing. So the idea is you're going around killing the bosses, getting the ingredients, so that you can bring her back for good. So cute little setup. Um, and again, the art is just, you know, top notch and the music and just the presentation in general, right, is just out of this world. So um, if you like the original I and you can't go wrong with the DLC, and I'm pretty sure it isn't really too expensive uh, for the DLC. So yeah. definitely something uh, to keep an eye on if you are interested in that. Cool. Paige, any any games that you wanted to uh, discuss before we hop into the questions? <laughs> I haven't been gaming too much. I just I understandably have been in the, in the mood very much, um, like for pretty much anything. But around like my birthday, I got a heap of eShop cards and I bought some games that I, some of which I regret because I wanted some like relaxing, you know, cozy type games. And I found Baron Breakfast was very boring. Um, and sometimes some of those games you look at, you know, because like sometimes it's got to get into it before it's more challenging, but from the looks of it, it seems like it doesn't, like it's it's too laid back because it's a management game where you're running like this, these little hotel things, but all you do is go grab items, craft, put more items to meet the requirements. You don't like manage. You just go in and like book more people in and that's pretty much it. There's mm-hmm. not like trying to make sure they have meals or anything like that. It's just... So you literally spend so much of the time in the game just waiting around. So that was one I felt like was a, a waste true of my mobile mind. experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I bought the. I want to. I want to pull out the full title of the, the game. But give me a second. Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation: the endless seven day journey. Um, because that is the first time. So like, it's a spin off collab between the. Um, I don't know if I talked about it maybe already. I don't know when's the last time. <laughs> last I, I remember there's a there was a one of our buddies from um, who listened to talk Nintendo that we've sort of been friends with now. Uh, I remember he was really excited about that game, and I yeah. think Alex might have played it as well. Uh, so I'm I remember trying, trying name, to remember like, if I actually talked about playing it or not um, already, but um, it's a color. It's like the Boku Boku no Natsumi series, which was like. Uh, Japan only series about like a kid going on his summer holiday and he's doing things like catching bugs and all that, just like relaxing that sort of stuff. And then a crossover between that and the Shinchan anime like manga series, um, except also there's dinosaurs in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that one's not too bad. Um, like it's I I was hesitant to buy it for ages because it was digital only like sixty dollars, but I got like an eShop card, so I you know I just use that because it's not technically me spending the money on it, and it is a bit longer than I thought it was going to be based on some people's experiences. Uh, except now I got stuck at like there's this bits where there's paper scissors rock battle, 
and there's a tournament on this particular day and I looked up and the prize was actually uh, something I really need. Like it gives you more access, like more of the game to play and there's no checkpoint. So I beat oh, the first no. three people really easily, <laughs> but the fourth one has like double your health. So you're trying to beat someone in paper, rock, scissors and they've got like paper, scissors, rock with twice as much health as you. So you've got to like not mess up at all pretty much. That one's just, yeah. I don't know if it's like worth the sixty dollars, like or it has to be forty American probably. Mm. Um, like that, the price is a bit steep, but I I did like that a bit better. It's just like I got stuck at a point that I don't because <laughs> like it's really <laughs> it's really slow too. There's no fast forward. Um, so yeah, it's like I, I was trying to get in a mood for some particular games, and they really didn't quite work out for me. Um, but I do have played um, a non-video RPG recently. Uh, so we got the Cyberpunk Red Jumpstart Kit, which we've learned actually came out um, before the full version of Cyberpunk Red. So some of the things are a bit different. <laughs> like uh, some of the mechanics are a bit more broken, or you know, it's like there's less stuff in it because it's like. Um, or D and D does similar things, where it's just sort of like here's the pre-built characters, here's like the basic rules, so you can do these scenarios and get a taste for the game. Um, so we played, we played a bit of that this week with some people, um, and we had a lot of fun doing things, and then trying to look up how to <laughs> how do we calculate, like for example, how do we calculate how much damage getting run over with a car does. <laughs> uh, apparently like the previous version of the game Cyberpunk 2020 had like you know because that's from quite a while ago that that had like a car combat section so <laughs> you would actually but um yeah right, we took a really long time to do the first encounter because we um but it it, it started with the one person who had this the cyber legs jumped to the like the, the weakest guy and grappled him and apparently what he normally would do is like try to take the car and like run away basically but he got grabbed immediately so he couldn't <laughs> um and then some someone else was like shooting at them and then me and someone else got in the car and ran ran the two guards over um to death because they're already at half health so we took the other <laughs> he just ran over and then we bring the guy back inside and we hear stuff pull up. So one of us decides to blow the guy's head off um, just before we hear the people that pulled up asking for the hostage. Um, so that was a great situation. <laughs> he, just, he killed the hostage. <laughs> And me before they couldn't, yeah. Um, and then the is just in the bathroom, and, and then at one point, yeah, and then they walk out, and one of them's dressed up in one of the other guy's uniforms because we also decided to pilfer the bodies, <laughs> even though like it's the jumpstart kit, so there's no like really inventory system or even like ammo system. Um, can you weekend? Can you weekend at Bernie's the hostage? That would be my question. <laughs> I, I, well, someone else was tr trying to consider where it had to be persuaded to not wear another person's skin. 
So, <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's like another thing is like the persuade the. Um, I think we used a mechanic for it, but like normally when you tell two players interact, it's just either yes or no. But like there's a face-off mechanic where you like roll your your cool plus this and a roll to see who like <laughs> has an advantage on someone. So if you tried to start a fight with them, the the loser would have like a negative skill check against them <laughs> because they're scared. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were like rolled persuasion checks on each other <laughs> stuff to say no, you can't do that. Um, and at one point they threw one of the neighbours at the guards which did pretty much nothing because we're we're, we're like do we calculate this as a ranged attack or as a brawling attack because if it was brawling it would do no damage (laughs) Um, that's got to be a ranged attack right yeah I think they calculate yeah Um, so so we managed to do all of that (laughs) in the first encounter of the game but um, yeah, partly I think because it's like it was it, the kit came out before the four things so that's like slightly a bit busted. Like there's the burst shot thing where it's like if you roll something, you get extra bullets to deal more damage. Like you were just <laughs> constantly like dealing heaps of damage, and then we kept dodging <laughs> the bullets when they shot back at us. Um, so I think I think um, my husband was doing the jamming. He's got some feedback for like, you know, just modify. You know, give them extra because there was no melee weapons on the enemy, so they could, <laughs> could. All they could do was try to grapple, and then we kept dodging that as well. So <laughs> he's just like, you know, just just modify things because it was a bit easy for us. <laughs> but it's like fun. It um, take a few take a few goes to to get it to nail it, I guess. Yeah, but it, but it was really fun and we <laughs> got to do really dumb stuff. And then, but it was really funny though, because, well, yeah, when we were looking up about, you know, what's running someone else over, we saw like an old Reddit thread from a few years ago and someone was like, oh uh, yeah, how do you calculate the damage someone takes when you throw them out of a car? Because <laughs> I don't know what they were doing, but they apparently picked up one of the NPCs while they were on a car chase and threw them out the window at some point. <laughs> And I really want to. I really want to know what they were doing in in that same, you know, same scenario, like same setup initially. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty fun though. So looking forward to playing some more. Cool. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a lot of a lot of fun mayhem for sure. Mm. into the uh, the final part I guess we could even call this we're, we're deep enough in now I'll, I'll consider this a, a last call so mm. there was a uh, last round last yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, yeah just a few fun questions to go through uh, the, the first uh, question is actually something I was thinking thinking about the other day when I was looking at uh, my list of the backlog and thinking like there's <laughs> you know I'm gonna die and I'm not gonna play half of these games um it's just, it's just, it's not, it's just not physically possible. Um, and yeah, so I was thinking uh, for the first question, 
So if if you had the opportunity to just play video games from now until uh, your end of the days, but the only games that you could play would be from this year or earlier. Like you're basically no more new video games. You have to play like they could be games you haven't played yet from from the past, but you can't play anything past 2022. Would you do it? See, the way you read it initially made me think, because you said full-time employment, I only play and talk about video games. Um, yeah. So I thought, ah, oh, I could still play the new games, I just don't get paid to talk about those ones. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no I games. Uh, reworded it. No more new games. Uh, see, now that's like, I don't know. It's it the other scenario where it was like, okay, my job is only I can only talk about older games. That's fine, but like, you know, that means no Bay. Oh, so the Bay No 3 is this year. So no Breath of the Wild 2, though. No, that's, <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I, no I bet you got to give me a two week window so we can get Bayonetta in. Um, yeah, no Final Fantasy 16. No Ooh. Pikmin 4. No next, whatever part the two, next, Final next 14 expansion 14. is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's, I might. It's, in, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's like. I would have to cut myself off from any video game, like future video game news. So then yeah. that way it's like, no it doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Because you have to, yeah, you have like, to not leave the house. You'd have to not go yeah. on the internet. <laughs> like just in terms of pure, like, I mean, first off, yeah, just screw it. Disconnect your console from the internet. So you don't see the ads for new stuff. Exactly. But like, there's so many games that like it would be great because like oh I will finally knock off all of my backlog games and then some right like it, yeah. you know however many years you got left like all that full time um, you know you get to knock off all the games you played um, there's so many games that I don't even know about that are out right that like you could mm. definitely explore and find like you would never be bored right like, Persona Six yeah like yeah <laughs> even per well, I haven't played Persona Five so I could still rack that down um, yeah that's well, uh, that's eligible bit, but. But yeah, it, it's one of those things. Yeah, it would be tricky, because um, yeah, there's some really good games coming out that mm, would be yeah. awesome to play. But man, imagine like not having to do real work and just <laughs> now. How how well am I getting paid? You know, do I get to live lavishly, comfortably? All right, comfortably with a house. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where are you gonna plug your switch in if you're homeless? <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, do I have to live in an apartment the rest of my life, or can you know, I, I could start keep banking and and all that good stuff, you know? If it was enough to to bank money and and keep moving on with my life, yes, sir. Because yeah, like I, was... I said, it's like so many games out there. Like, oh well, now I'll get to go play all those great games. Yeah, for me, I it's one of those things. I'm not 100 percent sure I choose it, but I I could definitely do it. Like. There's so many old games that, like you said, there's so many games I haven't played. Like, I, I keep wanting to play, like, Persona 3. Uh, there's plenty of, like, old RPGs. We were talking uh, with uh, someone last week, uh, that the uh, Aiden Moore, that uh, wrote the JRPG history, and we you talked about a few Trials games. six times over. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a bunch of... I've never played Grandia, Star Oceans. Like, there's tons of games that I'd, I'd love to play uh, that I just... You know, like, to be honest, they're not going to be as good as new games now. Like, I'm not playing Star Ocean 1 over, you know, Final Fantasy 16. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And there's so many old games that I I could easily play again. Like I could easily play Skyrim again. I could play Persona Five again, Persona Four again. Yeah, I could play all the fun version and make it run worse than it did before the update. Yeah, that's right. It's it's like I think Um, it was like it's even just the update. It wasn't necessarily if you paid for the extra content too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then yeah, Fallout Four. Like there's there's so many games that. Uh, I'd love to play again. Like I, I could do it. I just don't know if I'd choose it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should be cursed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd well, that to... is the curse of the monkey paw. Yep. Um, yep. I, I remember actually thinking of like, I mean, part of it's easy because I won't have like much of an income next year. Um, but I was like, oh, what if I just don't get any new games next year? And then I remembered Breath of the Wild Two isn't coming out till next year, so. <laughs> Final yeah. Fantasy, um, Final Fantasy sixteen, and and then some more stuff has been announced. But like you know, there's, like, there's ones I could wait for, and there's ones that I like. And plus, like, I wouldn't. I want Pikmin four on release. I want you know <laughs> Breath of the Wild two on release. Final Fantasy fourteen is probably be they do like every two years, right? So they'll probably be due getting close to a new expansion towards the end of twenty twenty three. I think. Wasn't well, seven remake the Maybe? the the second the second game for. Uh, seven remake could be the end of next year it couldn't oh i sure hope so i guess it might be tricky because that's when 16's gonna come out right well 16's in july oh that's right i forgot that it got the earlier date yeah that's gonna be such a good summer game oh oh, you know why it's because i was like they're gonna delay that till christmas time um yeah no it's already been delayed so it should july should be uh that's never stopped them before yeah that's true <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah see. i don't know i mean i guess if they take uh the strategy they did this year they're just gonna shotgun all their releases and it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. send them Square out Enix does they yep. just send everything out they don't care they're ready send them yep. send them going so uh my next question uh, i had a very specific franchise in mind for me when i came up with this question so mm-hmm. uh would you allow your favorite franchise to become blessed with yearly releases at the expense of the death of your second favorite franchise. See, if you're an Atelier or Pokemon fan, you don't even have to worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yep. true. So I was thinking... Uh, or a big Call of Duty guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if Legends of Heroes uh, had a yearly English release, uh, I, I, I would be willing to let Final Fantasy die. What a monster. Wow. I don't think I would. I mean, first and foremost, I can't even sit here and tell you what my f- first yeah. two two favorite <laughs> franchises are. But um, for me, I'd say easy no, because you just get tired of games, right? Like I used to love Fire Emblem, and then they just like, I played so many of them in like such quick succession, it felt like, that it's just like, now I'm like, bleh, you know? Um <laughs> So for me, I would say no. I, I think part of what makes some of these, like Zelda, right? Like what makes, I mean, obviously they're really amazing games and like they're, you know, there's rarely ever a dud. If, if it's bad, quote unquote bad, it's like a bad Zelda game is still better than, you know, nine out of 10 other games, uh, if not more than that, 99 out of 100. Um, but part of it is that build and the hype and the waiting and the, oh, I feel like I want to play this game so bad. And then you finally get it and then it lives up to expectations, right? So I yeah. think like if there was like Zelda could very well be my favorite franchise, right? So if there was like a, a big epic Zelda every year, sure, it'd be cool, for, no doubt about it. But 
I just think it might lose a little bit of that, you know, luster. Um, Zelda is like the franchise I was trying to think of because up until this year, it's like it was yearly releases on the Switch. It's just, you know, because um, they had remakes or indie games like the um, Cadence of Hyrule and stuff. And this is the first time where it's like, uh, um, you got the N64 games. There you go. Like, yeah, but those was, are, I mean, Cadence was, of Hyrule, that's not as, a real Zelda game. Anyway, um, as far <laughs> you know, or like one year was Hyrule, whereas Age of Calamity, so like there's still spin offs in between the main games, or yeah, you know, give us another Triforce yeah. Heroes. <laughs> um, but because it was supposed to be like a new Mario and a new Zelda every year on the Switch, and Mario's easy because you just pick a bad sports game and pump that out, but. <laughs> That's usually two games a year, but um, yeah, I can't think of like favorite franchise because even if I think of it, it's like some of the later ones haven't been that good. Like Pokemon is this every year, and I don't necessarily <laughs> I'm gonna pick up some of the later latest Pokemon games. Um, and yeah, oh yeah, the ones that I do like to play often enough, I yearly or. I can't think. I can't even think of what. <laughs> who would I kill to get more <laughs> games out of? Yeah. I stand by my. Uh, <laughs> it it would be it would be a tough pill to swallow, but. Uh... And, and like it, it would be like made public knowledge that you are responsible for that. Oh yeah, I'd be on the <laughs> first flight up there, ready to kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> And and uh, it would be funny if Square was like, yeah, and we had the whole Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy all done and ready to ship, and yeah, he just of, pushed the button. Yeah, and now he gets it. Separating the final two parts, we were just going to surprise release it all at once, but then David <laughs> yeah. Lloyd of yeah. So-and-So Canada, at yeah. this address, home phone number and social security number, yeah. said no. He wanted his 18th Legend of Hero game. Yeah, what yeah, a yeah. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the... So the last question is kind of along the same lines. I'm going to change it up slightly here uh, oh. on the fly because I've got a, a little one. What, what game would you take today if it meant Breath of the Wild 2 would be delayed five more years? Uh, okay, you've changed it. You know, it's really funny because, you know, what if Breath of the Wild 2 was the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like whatever, compute. what the first original question was: What game will you take to release next week to sacrifice another like, for five years? And my first thought was, uh well, me like me personally, I wouldn't um take Breath Wild next week because I'm having a baby and uh, roughly she wouldn't get to live. Yeah, all the hype. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really get to play it for me. Yeah. But uh, now you've just changed it. I was, I was, you know, I was going <laughs> to sacrifice Persona Six, but you're like, no. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, what would you, what would you take today for to sacrifice Persona Six? Uh, my first thought was Pikmin Four. Okay, but but now when I was thinking about the like the game that I'm really in the mood for and I really just want it now and would want to play it, I'm um, given my circumstances is the um, A Wonderful Life remake. Cause that's oh not, yeah, yeah. That's not going to come out till like mid year in, in English next year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a remake of my favorite game. It's the kind of game I want to play. I'll finally be able to play as a girl. Uh, you know, like there's some things that concern me about it, but it's, it's, it's what I'm in the mood for. And like the last time I played a version of that game, 
I was recovering from like surgery, so it's like the same kind of <laughs> lay in bed and play it vibes. But <laughs> you know, I don't know. Persona choosing Persona Six as your uh, five year delay seems a bit of a cheat, though, because yeah, Persona Six could be five years away from now. Yeah, well, you guys are <laughs> you guys are overthinking this so easy. So, name one game take for Shadow Drop release next week would be like I said it's. You know, I wouldn't pick Breath of the Wild even or, you know, whatever, Tears of the Kingdom, even though that's probably up there in terms of how bad I want it. Uh, but it's in April, right? Or, or something like that. Yeah. It's not that far off, so I could wait. I would probably go uh, Part 2, Final Fantasy VII Part 2, because we don't have an actual release date. And sure, it could be a year, but it could very well be more than that. Mm-hmm. And what game would I sacrifice? That's easy. Octopath Traveler 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys are a good game. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't sacrifice other people's games. <laughs> it, hey, I didn't see anywhere saying any stipulation <laughs> that I couldn't pick Octopath 2. Yeah. yeah, everyone's just like, oh, you got to think of a game you actually want, not just delay. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see anything that said a game I actually want to play. That's why you changed it to Breath yeah. of the Wild 2. This is like me saying, uh, I'll take that Final Fantasy Remake Part 2, but uh, I'll I'll uh, five-year delay uh, Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a game I really want to play next week, and I get a damn Jordan in the same, you know, that's like beautiful. So, so what what game do you want in exchange that's what jordan <laughs> yeah that's what jordan gets for missing the episode though he yeah. gets his favorite game a five-year delayed yeah do everyone a favor it's a, it's that would be a win-win that's not a monkey paw that's the that's hitting a lotto yeah that's, but yeah uh, that's... even with breath of the or i keep calling it breath of the wild too but even with Ter- tears of the kingdom that if you know same situation i'd still go final fantasy 7 part 2 You'd still you'd get rid of Breath of the Wild uh, for tier, for oh well I mean two? no I mean if I had to answer the question that's what I would go if it was like yeah. I wouldn't delay Tears of the Kingdom for for five years for any game probably <laughs> but yeah but yeah. if I had to pick one I would go Final Fantasy Part Two ooh I, can't well, I think win. you nailed that question though with Octopath Two yeah yeah like I said yeah I like the original wording it just works out for everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, that that seems like the perfect place to end because I don't know how. Like it, it's just a chef's kiss. On yeah. uh, I wasn't. Does Jordan listen that. to the ones he's not on? Well, he's gonna have to now. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he does, so he gets that little stinger there. We yeah. just lie and say that we put in something that he said, edited it into the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we'll just add him on Twitter. Uh, so apparently Octopath Traveler 2 is getting delayed by five years. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen to the podcast to find out why. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Well, that'll be <laughs> that'll be it for this week. Uh, we we could have uh, we'll we'll wish good luck for uh, Paige because I guess it well, you said it's eleven days uh, make well, or break. The there's ju- gonna be a the due date a- like in a week but if she doesn't show up for another five days after that then i'm getting induced so yeah. so, so we'll, we'll uh fingers we'll crossed more, it comes uh, right on time yeah <laughs> yeah so we're uh we're wishing good luck we're hoping you don't have to wait too long 
Yeah, I bet you the yeah the suspense is killing you. I'm sure. Pretty, pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> I even cleaned part of the house. It's <laughs> yeah, oh, I keep dang. walking past and being like, "What the heck?" <laughs> There's no longer a tower of cardboard piled up on the. <laughs> well, it'll be a while before they can uh, walk around and uh, get in mess. get into things. So it's uh, you still got some time. So I know I need to get shelf covers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lock on the game room. Yeah. Cover no, up those uh, Put all the games on uh, shelves that are uh, higher than they can stand. How am I going to get to them? <laughs> <laughs> got to protect those things. I just got to go to a storage shed every time I want to change games around. Yeah. Just keep you it just have to go all digital from now on. Now, uh, now I got mine there that are already inventorying what they're going to be taking uh, to university with them. So, <laughs> oh man, I remember that as a kid, like Do a me and my brother, like every few months, just to make sure. No like, I don't know who it. told you that that game was yours, but just because you got it for Christmas, it doesn't mean it's leaving this house. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the how do you not spoil kids on giving them access to too many games? And it's like, well, if it's a game everyone wants, then we'll get it. But if it's a game only they want, then it's a present. Yeah, yeah, then it's <laughs> Christmas gift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in the day, we only got video games twice a year. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, would I'm... my birthday and Christmas, and then I definitely do like my mom would like hook me up sometimes with like a good report card. You know, she might treat me to. A, I remember, I think, I forgot if it was a report card or like a really random Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> I, I must have really wanted Donkey Kong sixty four. Um, and maybe that's that was her excuse. Like, yeah, Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. Like, whatever shut it up, takes Kate. a case. Yeah, just, just <laughs> shut up and play the game and leave me alone. No, that's funny. Cool. Well, I want to uh, thank everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, Paige's uh, YouTube channel might be a little a little uh, quiet for a bit mm-hmm. while uh, we wait for the for the the, the latest the uh, party member to arrive. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Casey, uh, if you haven't already checked out Casey's podcast over at the Top Nintendo podcast. And yeah, I know on our website, uh, thethirstymage.com, there, there's a couple of reviews I should have writ- written by now that uh, hopefully will be there by the time this episode uh, actually uh, well, goes out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get around to it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for everyone for listening and we'll see everyone out at the next Thirsty Mage. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.